and welcome to EQ Above IQ, Parenting with Emotional Intelligence and Healing the Inner Child. My name is Trina Casey and I'm your host. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing Daniel Gomez. He is an award-winning keynote speaker, business coach, executive coach, corporate trainer, and he received the podcast of the year. Daniel speaks and coaches at events all over the world, and his passion is to elevate businesses and entrepreneurs to achieve their true potential through training and coaching programs. Daniel has empowered his clients to build epic success in their personal and professional lives. He is an international best-selling author of You Were Born to Fly, a book written and inspired to give people the high performance habits and confidence needed to be leaders of their own destiny. Daniel is also the proud father of three grown children. And we're going to talk a little bit about what that looked like for him. And yeah. Hey, Daniel Gomez. Welcome to EQ Above IQ, Parenting with Emotional Intelligence and Healing the Inner Child. Thank you for being my most honored guest. Welcome. Well, Trina, thank you for having me. I'm excited. You know, I, I had it on my calendar. I was excited. I got the reminder here yesterday and I said, man, I just love doing episodes like this because it really adds value to a deeper level because we all have that inner child that needs that love. And sometimes that inner child is still crying out for help and healing. And we just ignore it sometimes through alcohol, shopping, whatever it may be. We, <laughs> we still want to, we still tell them be quiet. So when I found out the topic, I said, definitely this resonates with me. So I appreciate you having me here and I hope to, to add a lot of value to your audience. Oh, great. Uh, you know, that programming tells us to avoid our own power all the time. And so Daniel, tell my audience a little bit about you. What motivates Daniel? Man, Daniel Gomez is just a a young man from San Antonio, Texas, that loves to have fun, but I love and value people. And I think that's what drives me. It's just the really people out there that people have counted out. People have laughed at because people laughed at me before they applauded me. And I know what it's like to be laughed at. And just when I go out there, whether I do my motivational keynote speaking, or I'm a corporate trainer on leadership development, team building, in these big corporations, the United States Air Force, or whether we're doing our business coaching, because most businesses fail because that inner child isn't healed and then they try to start a business and it flares up. So I love doing that aspect and just, you know, podcasts. I love podcasts because you just get to meet people on a deeper level. So I just, it's all about the people. So the, the, end, the end result is if I can inspire and motivate one person a day, I did it. I always do this. We just had our sticker shock speaking Academy here in San Antonio. And the one thing that I told our students was this was, you're not the star of the show. The audience is. And the reason you need need to speak is because somebody out there is drowning. They're drowning in depression. They're drowning in loneliness. And guess what? Your story is their life jacket. So never underestimate the value of your story. I love that. I love that because I tell people all the time, it could just be that your story resonates with somebody else. It's the reason why I went into storytelling and write children's books, because I wanted to express my inner child to an audience, you know, and I do it in a very unfearful way, you know, fearless way. I like people to open up their heart. I'm all about that vulnerability. And I think that people forget vulnerability is your superpower. If you're not afraid. Let you say that because I, I teach that too. Yeah. Open your heart and it opens your mind. And most people, 
they go through a temporary fix or higher motivation or however you want to call it. It's temporary because it's only at the mind level. And they go, well, yeah, but the mind is not transformed until you open your heart. Exactly. When you open your heart, it opens your mind and it opens everything else up to the new possibilities that, that are out there for you that God has. Yeah, the, the heart power is the real power, you know what I mean? That's that's your real brain. That's what I always say, your heart's your brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. That's why I see. No wonder we, we, we connected and we're on the same page. So yeah, I yeah, I'm so glad to see you, Daniel. I was, what we were chatting before, I was asking you if you had some, some kiddos of yourself, but uh, they up there now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I look young. <laughs> I look yes, you do. Life, you know? Daniel, I will vouch for that. <laughs> Daniel looks very young. A matter of fact, I think I'm going to have to do the video version of this podcast just, just to show how young <laughs> Daniel looks, okay? <laughs> but our kids are grown. My, You know, when, when our baby moved out, and my baby, he's, he's a 21-year-old baby, and, you know, it just, it's, it's amazing how your life changes. My wife really took it emotionally because that's her baby, and well, we got to, so we moved him out, went to college. This was about three years ago. He'll be a, he'll be a senior already here coming up in a couple of months. And it's just amazing how the years just go. And but it's, they're still kids, right? It's, it's, we just had a big freeze here, snowstorm in San Antonio and Texas. I and ask you about yeah, that. Yeah. So, but everybody came home, right? They know that home is where the heart is, like you would say, with the heart in. It was like Christmas all over again because it snowed. Even It was even better than Christmas because we actually had snow. Yeah. And we just hung out, ate, played some games. And I said, you know, why am I going to bother working? You know, the, the country, the, well, the state closed down. So it was really a good two days of just eating and having fun and being silly with the kids. And sometimes we forget to, to be a kid. You know what I mean? We take things too seriously. So... Exactly. It's uh, I always say we're all children walking around in adult suits, trying to <laughs> pretending like we have it all figured out while we spread our trauma to everyone we meet, especially our children. So, you know, everything that we do as this quote unquote adult is actually your inner child expressing itself. So that's why you got to dig in, dig deep. And so in your type of work, I love that you said that you start there. You start at those levels of, you know, the self-sabotage, which usually comes from childhood trauma of some type, right? Well, yeah, people don't realize it. I do. You'd be surprised. First of all, there's there's two things that, that businesses get wrong, whether you're an entrepreneur, solopreneur, brick and mortar, I don't, whatever. The leader is a problem. If the businesses are working, whether you're one employee up to 50 employees, even 100, even a corporation, when I go do my executive coaching, it's like, the leader's the issue. Well, what's wrong with the leader, right? It's not the fact about the business. Many times it is. There's there's some procedures, processes, and whatever it is on that back end. But front end is the issue that how many leaders do you know that are micromanagers? Or why do they micromanage? Because they have insecurity issues. Well, you have that hot helicopter mom that's a manager, right? Well, why is she a helicopter mom? Because she has issues. There's stress issues there. And we don't realize this. And we think that people are just... We don't empower other people because we're not, we weren't empowered maybe when we were a kid or maybe they told us we weren't good enough. There's so many lies that, that we believe is true, right? I call them agreements. We, we take these agreements and we carry these agreements with us like it's the Bible and it's truth. And no, it's not the truth. It's not. Remove those labels, unlearn the things that don't serve you. And when you do that, it's like your business will just grow because you empower your employees you empower your team or you just empower yourself to realize I'm sabotaging myself because what happens is this, there's opportunities everywhere, Trina, but they don't see them because all they focus is on the pain, the hurts 
or they, they enclose themselves. And when you enclose yourself, you don't see what's around you. And it, it breaks my heart because just this morning I was talking to one of my clients and I was telling her, you're missing out. She was well, and, and she was head struck on this because she does like a magazine and some other stuff. I'm like, okay, well, yes, but get get your get your head out of yourself. Like, yes, you got the magazine for this, but why not make the magazine for everybody? Yeah, I know. I don't want to. She missed it. I said, let me show you something. You have a magazine that you're capable of writing. You have a thousand people in your association, which is for the association. Mm-hmm. Why don't you make a magazine for podcasts? Why don't you make a magazine for medical doctors? Why don't you make a magazine? You have the capability and they'll buy advertising in it instead of just having one revenue source. She finally got it. But it's that they don't see it because they don't see it. Well, you don't know what you don't know. They have fear. They're afraid to, you know, expand because they think they're going to fail. If, if we all raised our kids in particular, like every aspect of what you said goes right into parenting too. So if you show your child the opportunity by delegation, by letting them trip, letting them fall, letting them do things for themselves so that they can empower themselves, the sky's the limit. The belief system is set in place so that they can go out in the world and do anything they want. And you're right. You know, I'm, I'm going to agree with you 100, not 100 percent, but 120 percent on that one. I'm going to give you a boom on that one. You know, I have a I have a lab rat that is pretty amazing. He's been very successful, and everything that you're saying is is true because he's conditioned to be a champion. He's conditioned to be a winner. And that lab rat is my son Julian Gomez. He's 19 years old, crushing it, making four or five thousand dollars a month part time going to college, overcoming adversity. And he'll be, like I said, he'll be a senior year in college. Why? Because he's been conditioned to be resilient and he's been conditioned to believe that he can accomplish anything he wants because he is the last one that got all of me. And what I mean by that is by that time I had started my personal growth journey. Mm. A true story that my neighbor almost called the cops on me because the way I wake up my kids is yelling, right? Right? I yell them. And I'm there. I don't go in there and say good morning. I don't go in there and say I love you. I turn on the lights and I'm like, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm a champion. I'm a champion. I love myself. <laughs> I and love I, it. Yes. And I promise you, God is my witness. I did that for the whole entire, since I were in elementary school. And my son got the whole talent of it. And they've been conditioned to be resilient. When, and and I, this is a true story. The moment that I wanted to give up on my entrepreneurial journey, Mm. My my son is the one that motivated. Yeah, he goes, Dad, ain't you the one to tell me that winners don't quit? Exactly. And Those words come back at you. Yes, they they are your mirror. They will not let you. They will not let you forget the lessons they taught you, good and bad. Yes, good and, and bad. And it just it, it brings me great. I mean, he's my son, and I love him, but. Really, just to see the success that he's had, and I'm thinking like this dude, like I see it, right? I, I, I'm aware of what he does because of what he was taught as a child, and it doesn't leave him, right? They, they stray off for a little bit, like all kids, but that programming, that conditioning of resilience, leadership, team building, and he just he's has that instilled him, and it's great joy. So, I would say to all the parents out there too, like we really be attentive to the word. We speak a word in anger. We speak a word in anger and we speak a word in anger. And then but that word in anger that we say once, twice, three times, they carry it for decades. And I think sometimes we forget that. 
Yes. And I think that's one of the the things about your own programming too, your childhood programming, you will say things that were said to you and you didn't even realize that you said it in that tone, in that way. And, you know, it's true, but I, there's some, there's a piece, there's a nugget that's so important because one of the things that I always teach parents is that you have to have some compassion for yourself around those things because what happened to your inner child wasn't your fault either. So yeah. the piece that's so important is that you go back and say you're sorry. Yes. Yes. Go back and repair because now you're teaching your child that you are not perfect, but you are accountable for your imperfection. And you know, that, that's I'm, I'm loving this conversation. Why don't you have me on your podcast a long time ago? <laughs> That was one of the biggest things. My wife, the, the way my, my journey started, I ran multi-million dollar corporations for many years. And I ran my work family better. I treated my work family better than my home family. But my, my wife was... Well, I hear yeah. that quite a lot. I hear that quite a lot. And my wife ended up deciding to have a double mastectomy. She was diagnosed with breast cancer. But, but three months later, was when, I, when I realized I was on the right path, because my son was like, you know, Dad, I'm... Uh, I'm having a good time with you. And I'm like, you know, I'm the jokester. I'm like, dude, what, you didn't like, have a good time with me before? He was like 17 at the time. And he just broke down in tears. He goes, no, you weren't nice all the time. So I knew at that moment that I was on the right path and knew that at that moment that God was going to help me whatever I had to go through. But it hasn't been an easy journey. We've had a lot of success now. Almost four years later, 2020 was an epic year for us during COVID. We doubled in size and this first quarter, we've already broken records, even though we still got another three weeks to go for the quarter. Mm. But I, I, but I say that because, you know, you're going to go through some tears. You're going to have to heal that inner child. But I knew that I was on the right path, right? There's always signs along the way. Mm-hmm. And when you really look for them, and when your kid tells you, man, dad, I love hanging out with you. It's like, it's, he calls me. I, I messed up. If you noted, I said that he moved out to college. Yeah. First time, the first time he called me just to say, hey, dad, what's up? I dropped the ball. I said, what do you need? Any money? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And I heard his voice and like, he was like pumped up and then he was like, you know what, dad, I'll just talk to you later. Forget it. I just got to talk to you. Right? Like, cause he just wanted to talk to his old man. Yeah. And, and stupid me at the moment. Right? So I said, you know what? I'm sorry. No, there's no dad. I don't want to talk to you later. So I learned right, to give him the space before I would push it upon him. No, you're going to talk to me now. Yeah. Well, you probably weren't self-aware at the moment. And yeah. you were doing something else and you weren't in the moment of that call. And so, you know, when your mind is some, I'm, I'm guilty of it too, all the time. Yeah. When you're an entrepreneur, you know, you're multitasking and I'm a single mom at the moment too. So sometimes I'm right in the middle of something and I try to get everything done before he gets home from school. But sometimes it just doesn't work like that. And he'll ask me something. I'll go, what do you want? And he'll go, mom. And I'll say, oh, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. I'm sorry. Can I help you with something? Is, you know, are you okay? You need something from mommy? You know, and I change it because you can repair it within seconds. I'm not joking. Yes. I'm not joking. And and it's not so much the words you say. It's the tonality that we use. People forget about body language. When I go teach this in corporations, it's like, hey, it's not... Now, what you say, 7%, 7% of the words are the words that you use. 7%, that's it. 
Yeah. 50 something percent is a tonality of how you say it exactly. and, and not what you say. And I can tell you now, it's like, it brings me great joy as a, as a father. He calls me all the time and it's like, what, what kid, right? Well, I call him a kid, but what 21 year old comes looking for his mom and dad? Hey, they're always your babies, no matter yeah. what. They're going to be 40, you know, and they're going to be your babies. So I get you. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and, but it just shows that we really, as a parents have the influence over our children. And are you influencing them? Are you allowing the computer, the laptop, the phone, or there are other people influence them? And, you know, I, I don't brag on my son or my kids because they know that, Hey, I let them do whatever they want to do. But when that says something, it's like, I do it because I love you and it's help you grow. And the same, same way ourselves, right? We, we think about what we go through yeah. and the, the traumas that we went through. Even just the other day, I want to, I want to, I want to mention this because we don't realize it, right? You're not, I'm an entrepreneur. Last year, we bought a dream house. You know, we got the horseshoe driveway. We got the water fountain in the front, jacuzzi pool in the back. You name it. Like, it's here by the grace of God. Mm. But there was a part of Daniel Gomez that once the subconscious mind took over, excitement was gone. Like, six weeks later, I was rejecting the very house I was praying for. Oh. Because there was a part of me that didn't feel that I was deserving. And as I really went deep down inside, the memory that God brought to mind that, you know, the word he gave me was arrested development. Mm. And many people don't even know what arrested development is. It's kind of surprised me because I've been talking about it a lot lately. And because it, I went through this. And you used to have my jam. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, but, but he brought back a memory of when they were going to shoot my dad. And I was about five years old. I remember it like yesterday. I came walking outside the door because my dad used to have like a bar when I was a little kid. And I just remember seeing the guy with the gun and my dad. And all I remember was, don't shoot my dad. Don't shoot my dad. Like I was, I remember that. And, mm. and I just looked at my dad and like, by the grace of God, I saved my dad's life today because God put me there. Right. Mm. But the impact that it had, I didn't realize that. Mm. Just imagine being a kid and somebody's pointing a gun at you. And there was a part of me that that was a big key that I had stuck in me. And, once I really realized that I am deserving of this house, I am deserving of the new level of success because every new level mm-hmm. of success, it doesn't matter if it's in your career or as an entrepreneur, but as they add influence our prominence goals, you got to go deeper and take care of that soul. Because if you don't, those traumas are like air pockets and a foundation. You're going to crumble. And, and people say, that's not going let me tell you a story. You remember Britney Spears when she was at all, all that, all that success. Yeah. She, it got, she couldn't handle it. And what did she do? She shaved her head. Everybody thought she flipped out. Mm-hmm. But it's just that she had traumas inside of her that weren't dealt with. Yeah. And that's so, so many of us. It's Honestly, I don't think there is anyone, especially people of color, that can't say that they didn't have some type of trauma in their life. Like that there is a pain, you know, that they haven't healed. And I always tell people that that healing process is forever. It's not, okay, I've dealt with that and it's done. No, it's, it's ongoing work in progress and enjoy the journey of it. Enjoy the little bit of incremental. I'm okay because you're going to be okay, but it is incremental. It's not going to be just boom. I'm a therapist. I went to the therapist and I'm healed. All of a sudden something else will come up and trigger that same wound and how you learn how to regulate that is, is what makes it okay. 
over time. Yeah, well, well, the thing is people don't realize this is that the higher you go, the deeper you go. Yeah. So I say that because there's stuff that's going to, like stuff that came up with about the house. I didn't know about this a year ago. Mm-hmm. So, so it goes back to that old saying, right? When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Exactly. And that teacher will bring up, it's like when you hit a gold, you don't, you can't see the impurities, but the more you hit it up, all that dross rises up. And think about this, right? The same foundation. I always say we're skyscrapers as, as we're building up our, our success, our influence. We start off as a little baby, five-story skyscraper. <laughs> well, that foundation certain, looks a certain way in strength and integrity. Yeah. Well, then you go to a 50-story skyscraper, totally different foundation, goes deeper. Exactly. But what about a 100-story foundation? So to your point, the higher we go, the deeper that foundation has to be. Yeah. That's why so many people that have success outside monetary as they rise, they never deal with those issues that are deeper. Right. And they, t- they turn to alcoholism, they turn to sex addiction, they turn to shopping, they turn to food. And I say that because I was me. I mean, I mean I'm being honest, right? We, like, we've all been there, man. We've all been there. I was, I was shopping like no other back in the day. <laughs> but I did look... I, 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 I were large, I were large. Okay? <laughs> I, I did look shy, I did fly, I looked fly. But, you know, it was definitely, and, you know, even to this day, what it's called retail therapy. My mom is straight up on retail therapy. That's that. And I always tell her all the time, when I first got married, when I first got married to my, my ex, we're not together anymore. He, he's like the hippie, you know, real hippie. And I, you know, I stopped wearing, I stopped wearing makeup years ago, but I didn't, I had a baby. I was tired, but in my culture, in my house, appearances matter. Right. And so, Every time my family saw me, they'd be like, oh, you okay? <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, I'm good. You know, they, oh, I just noticed that you're not wearing makeup or anything. And I'd be like, I don't need makeup. Because that was a big, big shift for me when I realized that I'm beautiful without it. You know, but they didn't get it yet because they weren't there yet. They hadn't gotten to that foundation of like kind of, I always say, if your foundation is cracked, you cannot build upon it. So just to yes. go along with that analogy that you were saying, it's like, you know, what do you do when your con- your foundation is cracked? You got to dig it all up and lay a new one. And so I went through a process of laying a new foundation for myself, you know, incrementally. And that's what it is. And then, and then all of a sudden I can start building. You know? I know the, the beautiful thing about it is as you heal yourself, you really stop caring about what people really think. <laughs> the other day, I was like, I was like, y'all crazy. You weird. You know what I mean? Like I did not even, it didn't even phase me. That I was, was talk- the beautiful part about it. I was talking to a client today and I was just listening to her rant. And I just said, you know what? She was what? I said, why do you feel you have to respond? No, it's not. Right. And I was like, okay, you hired me to coach, right? Yeah. So why do you feel you have to respond? Mm-hmm. And I say one of the biggest things to show maturity from any person's point of view perspective is you just silence. You don't need ah. it's, it's such an effective, but not as a tool to hurt or torture, but to really just go, this is not my, yeah. not my jam. I don't, this has yes. to do with me, you know? And it's amazing because, and then you see that person's hurt because 
you don't say nothing and then they're expecting you to lash back and then you're just like, whoa. And they keep on, I'm like, now then they're more upset because you're they think you're ignored. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come down to that frequency. I'm not gonna come down to your level because I've done the work, right? I'm hoping my little boy inside me become a better man and he yeah. doesn't have to yell and scream anymore. Yeah. And he, and he's learned to be mature and just be like, I have two fools when you can have one fool, like the Bible says, right? <laughs> You know, and it's always interesting to, you know, because there's a part of you that starts to see the transition, you know, that part of you outside of you, the bigger version of yourself. And the adult version starts to see the child really stop reacting, being reactive, being self-regulated because you're just you're just not there anymore. You're just not there anymore. And I tell my son all the time, don't give away your power. Because one of the things that he dealt with and has been dealing with is uh, the bullying. You know, it's part of the reason why he's my muse. I started my business because I used to tell him these stories because I experienced bullying as well, outside and inside of my house. So I would always tell him these stories with these really compassionate endings. Okay, so this is the situation and this would be the best way to deal with it. But it was always empowering him or the character because children learn with themselves outside of story. They have to go in and kind of like analyze and go, oh, that's kind of like me, but not be them. So it was just all of a sudden he just would get stuff. He was getting stuff and then he was empowered to go say something to that teacher who was not defending him. You know what? My mom says that I shouldn't be treated this way and it's your job to protect me. You know, things like that. And those people would be like, yeah. <laughs> you're right. He, no, it's, 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 I was a, so empowered because that's what I want him to know. Just because your stature is small, your power is big. You it's know, like, it's, it's like that saying, right? I might be sitting down, but inside I'm standing. <laughs> Exactly. I'm sitting down right now, but inside, I want you to know I'm standing in my authority. <laughs> exactly. And he's holding his boundaries and he's speaking his truth. Always speak yes. the truth is the, is the motto of this Real Life Books. And so, you know, it's, it's amazing as, you know, I talk to my guests and, and I reflect on their journeys and, and my journey. It's all the same. Slightly different circumstances. But how did we get here? How did, how, said, did, how did we get to the place where our inner childs are all this like... Well, it's easy because we, this is one thing that, that your audience has to realize is that every second we take in over a million optics a second. Mm-hmm. Second. A second. And the more we watch TV, the more we watch TV, yeah. we're actually being conditioned as children, as adults, in every level of life and we don't realize that so we're being conditioned and marketed to because everybody thinks that we are human beings but we're visual beings too right and and the dominant pictures in your head are where your life's going to go to so if you see those commercials and you see that you got to look this way you see that you got to wear makeup you see that you got to wear nike you see this and you start to believe it's true if not i'm not going to be happy and it's like, no, like, you know what? I, I want to wear my brand, Daniel Gomez Inspires. That's what makes me happy. I don't need to buy. Why am I going to go spend $100 when I can buy this shirt for 20 monogram it, monogram it and, and have it for 30 and it looks better on me than it does, right? Well, it's my brand. But we're conditioned that 
if you don't have the Nike, you're not cool. If you don't wear Tommy Hilfiger, you're not cool. If you don't drive the, the Jaguar or whatever it may be. Yeah. And, and we, and we start to believe this because this is the optics that we see. And I always use this in my, in my corporate training, right? I said, well, let me ask you this. Would you say that the NBA and NFL are a rich man's sport or a poor man's sport? And they're like, let me ask you, what, what would you say, Trina? Would you say that the NBA and the, that's the NFL, are they a rich man's sport or a poor man's sport? Oh, definitely. Hmm. NFL, NBA. Well, I would say poor man because those players, they seem like they balling, but those owners is the ones that's really balling. Those well, endorsements, those, those, you know, like yes. stuff like that. I mean, so, you're talking so, about so, it from that perspective. So, so look at the marketing behind any NBA from just say for your audience, look at the marketing behind an NBA game or NFL football game. It's all about beer, 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 beer. But if you look at a sport like polo and you look at a sport like tennis, right? Whenever the, the Williams sisters come out, you don't see those Bud Light commercials. Take no. a look at that. You see Rolex, you see Cadillac, because it's a rich man's sport. Yeah. So we don't realize it. We don't realize the power of association I, even through I, that. I, I didn't even think about it in that way. Yeah. So, I didn't so we're, think about it we're, being, we're being conditioned through these pictures every day. So you really have to be observant of what are you, what optics am I taking in? And people don't realize that. And this is conditioning us. So I say that because the pictures that you take in, they're going to format your beliefs. Mm-hmm. They're going to see how, how you see yourself. And then we start to believe that if we don't have that little horse on our new shirt, you're not cool. When in reality, you don't need anything to be cool because you're already cool. Exactly. You were born cool. You were brought into this universe cool, but they want you to forget that. And, you know, and it doesn't matter what your belief systems are. You are still just pure light, love. And I feel like children, this is why I work with kids and the parents of kids, because they're born downloaded with all the wisdom that they need. It's all that programming you just talked about. That message. Yeah, I even read an article. You say that I read an article, and I was like, "This isn't true." Well, then next thing you know, I I looked it up even more. You know, if a newborn baby, if we take a newborn baby right out of the, the uterus of a mom and throw that child into a pool, swim it. It can swim. It swims by itself. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's naturally. I know that because I swim. did that to my kid. <laughs> yes. And and by saying, "Don't get close to the water. Don't touch this." We mess them up. <laughs> we mess them up and we implant the fear. I mean, of course, there's a certain level of like cautiousness that you're going to do. But, you know, you don't want your kid to die. But at the same time, like my, my, my kid, people were like amazed. My kid was two years old riding a bike without training wheels. Yes. And that's because when he was one year old, when a kid was playing with a skateboard, I let him try it. You know, and I watched him. I didn't make sure he didn't bust his head open and stuff like that. But I've always let him test his limits, you know, to the point where I said, when he turns 19, him and I are jumping out of a plane together because that's my bucket list. My last thing, one of my last things I haven't done is, yeah. is jumped out of a plane because I feel like this life is full of for experiences, you know, experiences are what makes this life, not the house, not the car, not the clothes, none of that. Yes. And I, I agree with you because I was just talking about this. We don't realize what's going on. America's going through a real, real bad situation. 
but we don't see it. And it's just that we're developing the habit of just staying home and not experiencing life. Mm-hmm. Think about this. 21 days to start forming a habit. After 90 days, it becomes a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So we're being, I had a fight to do this because it's like, uh, now I, I don't, I, like, I, I love, you know, we, we had record-breaking months in, in business from home, but I know I still got to go out there because it's still that human touch factor that I need as a person. We all need it. Right. And, and but we're being conditioned to to isolate ourselves and, and and I pray for those men and women that that are there right and then think about the inner child you're talking about that the women that have been you know they they felt depressed because they're lonely and then they stop wearing the makeup and then they let go of their weight and then that kid inside of us they need to be played with they need to be touched they need to be hugged they need to the poverty human touch it's a proven factor that if you have a baby that does not get as not affirmed. They're not going to be as confident as a baby as a child at the firm. They will not even emotionally develop correctly. That's scientifically proven because we need that touch from each other. We need that. I miss miss hugs so bad right now. (laughs) Here, let me give you a hug. (laughs) I know, a virtual hug. I am such a hugger. Everybody knows me. I'm such a hugger. So this has been extremely painful. And you're right. It has been. It is a conditioning because if we're inside, we're not outside fighting for our rights. Yeah, exactly. And then. All right. So, yeah, I mean, this. but I want to encourage you on this right now. You got to take action. Like Trina just said, life is about experiences. I want to ask you this. What have you experienced new this year so far? Forget 2020. We're in 2021. Go out there and experience life. Maybe experiencing is just riding your bike, going hiking. Maybe it's going to the mall. Maybe it's just going out to dinner. Maybe you've been scared and they lied to you and you believe the fact that you can't go even eat outside. Go eat outside. Go to a restaurant. Go to the park. Go walk around. Do something. Go to that, like Trino was saying, go jump off that plane. Yeah. But it, you have to start experiencing life because if you're just on the sidelines, you're going to miss the opportunities and then the less momentum you have, then 2021 is going to be a repeat of 2020 because you believed it. You walked in that fear instead of walking in that faith and God didn't create you to be mediocre. You were meant to be fruitful and multiply. So go out there. And the only way you can be fruitful and multiply is by experiencing the life that you know just said. Exactly. All of that. All of that, Daniel. Yeah, you yes. drop the mic on it, okay? Yeah. Yes. Life is about those experiences. And, you know, I get people tell me all the time, I can't, you know, I live in Amsterdam. And so, and I've lived in Italy and I've lived in Indonesia and I've lived, you know what, how, how do you do that? They ask me, you, you know, I, I'm not rich or anything like that. No, I just choose where to spend my ducats. And when I choose, I, you know, I, I make I make choices around the experiences and then I don't regret spending my money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I have a lifetime of experiences that I can write down and share with other people and share with my child. My child has already lived in more countries than I ever did when I was this age and seen different places. And that's why I always encourage people, especially in the people of color communities, save your money and travel. Please take yourself, whether it's locally even within the country, but 
create those experiences for your child. Even staying at a hotel. <laughs> yeah, just, just having yeah. a hotel time. Is, it's just something different than the normal day in, day out monotony of waking up in the morning, taking to school, all that. We went for, we went for a ride. We rented a car and just drove around. He said, where are we going? I said, I don't know. I'm just tired of being in the house. Aren't you tired of being in the house? Because he's getting conditioning. He's like, I, I, I'll just play with my Nintendo yeah, Switch. Sure. You know, I'm like, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I'm just like, we we go and do things sometimes. Yeah. But gosh, this was a great conversation. I can keep <laughs> going, man. <laughs> Like, I gotta bring you back, Daniel. Those inspired yeah. sessions. Yeah, you got, I'm sure my listeners are like, Yeah, yeah, he's inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's not about the people. When you love people, we all have that kid inside of us. And, and I want to end with this, right? It's just that mm-hmm. as a kid, we used to have imagination. We used to play cops and robbers. We used to play nurse and doctor. We used to play all these games. Start activating that imagination. Yes. The Wright brothers were able to make us fly because they didn't listen to what all the critics said. Yes. They dreamt of flying. And even though one of the brothers only flew for a couple of seconds, it inspired the other brother to where he flew on a jet, was able to see them before he died. Yeah. What are you missing out on because you're not activating that childlike imagination that you had when you were a kid, when you used to envision and dream bigger than you could ever dream? But somebody lied to you and told you, no, that's not for you. You can't do that. Exactly. Well, this is Daniel Gomez Inspired saying, enlarge the vision that you have for your life. Imagine, dare to imagine, dare to dream big. And when you give yourself permission to dream big like a child, the possibilities are endless. Yes. Mic drop. Okay. Thank you, Daniel. That was so amazing. That was so amazing. And I appreciate so much that you took time out beyond EQ above IQ, parenting with emotional intelligence and healing in a child. Tell everybody where they can find you. Well, I'm usually at Whataburger here eating a good burger, but. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, on the internet, social media. That that kid in me, that kid in me loves a good burger and fries. Oh, you're talking about social media. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. You know, no, you can find me. All my handles are pretty much Daniel Gomez Inspires. I'm on Pinterest. I got a big following on Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook. My YouTube channel is Daniel Gomez Inspires. You can subscribe to our our award-winning podcast of the year, the Daniel Gomez Inspires show. On It's on Spotify. And the main thing is this, is that I want to give your audience a complimentary session. If they're out there, they need help healing that inner child. You know, if you're not done here, you need help. Just go to bit.ly forward slash meet Daniel Gomez. That's bit.ly forward slash meet Daniel Gomez. Get on my calendar. I love serving people and helping people. This young lady, you know, I don't even know where she heard that. We just said a prayer today and she was just crying. And sometimes it's just about not onboarding anybody, just saying a prayer with you because we all need healing sometimes. So yes. just definitely do that. And my website is danielgomezglobal.com. That's danielgomezglobal.com. Drop me a message if you want to get in contact. And I'd love to just communicate with you and go to Amazon. I have two books. You were born to fly. And another one here is sticker shop. If you're in business, your business will not survive without revenue. Sticker shop will help you generate revenue and sales because I don't care what type of business you have. If you don't sell anything, you ain't surviving. Okay. I'm going to have to pick up that book too. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
All right. Well, thank you for having me. It was an honor. And thank you so much, Trina. And everybody out there, thank you for just tuning in with us today. Yes. Thank you, everybody. And let's talk soon. What a great interview with Daniel. He was so fun and so inspiring and really loved everything that he said in this interview. Yeah, I, I really especially like that part about when his son called and he was like, what do you need? You know, we have to be very mindful that sometimes our kids are just wanting to talk to us and we're all guilty of it. We get caught up in our lives and our obligations and we forget that they're just little people trying to connect with us. And going back and repairing that is really easy. And as long as you do it immediately. I think that's the biggest takeaway I got as I sit and hear the hail and rainy Amsterdam at the moment. But I just loved this interview a lot because I like to talk to dads because sometimes they don't get a voice and there are good dads out there. And so we need to highlight those good dads too. If you want to check him out, like he said in the video, please go to danielgomezspeaker.com and danielgomezglobal.com. You can look up his books on Amazon. And if you want to follow him on Instagram, his Instagram is Daniel Gomez Inspires and his Facebook is Daniel Gomez Inspires. So go check him out if you are an entrepreneur like myself or if you're looking to become an entrepreneur. It's always helpful to get business coaches who have that business background to help you out. I worked for corporate for several years, but that is definitely not my jam anymore. So if you are looking for coaching to really tap into your inner child and and to repair and really connect with your kids, reach out to me at thisreallifebooks.com and click the coaching tab. You can also find me on Instagram at thisreallifebooks and underscore between each word in this real life books. And you know, this life is is all forever weaving. There's not it's not a straight line. As we all are adjusting to our lives here in COVID, we really need to we really need to take inventory on what we want to do. And I, I really recognize the programming piece, you know, let's not forget that we are creatures of connection. Okay. So go out and hug the most immediate person next to you. That's COVID free <laughs> and have a blessed day. 